0: Jess starts off with a challenging week. Erin shares her struggles with family bedtimes and sleep. Reminder of keeping track of success in a day rather than just goals. Hydrating after tequila and kiss your kids goodnight.
1: Ready as I'm going to (laughs) be. Happy Friday? Happy Friday.
2: Jessica, what are we sensing here?
1: Something am It's Well, we'll talk about it, I think, oh, as we okay. talk about our weeks. But it's just one thing after another this week. I am perpetually behind the eight ball. But, you know, that's
0: it. Well, let's not wait. Tell us about it.
1: I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, just have had one of those weeks where I have kind of the best intentions and then whether my own fault or the fault of those around me, because I like to blame others for my problems. Um, it just hasn't come together the way I want it to. Like I didn't get workouts in one day because I was hung over, which was entirely my fault. That wasn't anybody else's fault. And then I wanted to work out this morning and because I didn't get as much work done this week as I wanted to, I opted just to work for six hours straight, which was both good and bad, because now I have to find time to work out later today. Otherwise, like, it's been a fine week. It's just not going the way I want it to, and I'm very controlling that way.
2: I like that at least you had best intentions. I feel like I had a week where I didn't even have good intentions. Like, I I think I just, knowing this week, Jeff was gonna be out of town, I just could not wrap my brain around how I was gonna do more than the absolute bare minimum. And I wanna think it was sort of a sub subconscious decision, but it was pretty conscious, I think.
0: Briefly, I scanned the movement log. So Jess, yours were put in there like as what you wanted to do, right?
1: Well, over the last two weeks, I have started to put things in like planning. Like I, I try to set my intention, I guess. Um, after we get off our call based on what I know I have coming up. Yes. So there's a bold faced lie on April 22nd there. Cause I didn't run two miles or do strength this morning, but yeah, I do kind of set my week out. And then as I do things, I update it based on what actually occurred.
0: You got two runs in so far.
1: Yes. And I do feel like it's realistic to think that I will go this evening
0: Erin, what about you? I didn't really, I glanced quickly. You had the two. Did you get a third one in?
2: I didn't even, I didn't even write stuff down this week. You guys, this is how far behind I fell. Um, I did. Well, it depends on how you do the math. I think I'm only counting it as one run. So I think we ran together Friday and then I did a run alone on Sunday, but I didn't run again, but I had meant to do Sunday and then two more and I didn't do that. And I I kept telling myself, like just do one mile. I can do one mile. Just get on your treadmill and do it in the middle of the workday. And I just could not do it.
1: Why do you think you couldn't get the one mile? It's a good I, question because I have to go and make myself do one mile later. So you you're you may have some pearls for me.
2: I live right now in a state of just constant overwhelm. I just feel constantly overwhelmed. Overwhelmed with, like, I find myself writing lists of all the things I need to remember for my family, my kids, the appointments, the birthday party, the, just everything. And I have a separate list on my phone going for the work things that I need to remember to do tomorrow. And then I sit down at my desk and I'm late because I had to take Perry to an appointment, or, you know, I was taking the kids to school. And by the time I got myself ready, like, I just consistently feel like i am spiraling and i i thought about it during the week i looked at my calendar and thought oh maybe i could take this listen to this conference call like i could have if i really had to set my mind to it i just didn't
0: do you remember a few weeks ago we talked about finding the time aaron would you entertain trying to get up earlier
2: i have to i think it's the only solution honestly like this week in my I'll use it as my excuse like Jeff was out of town, so I was by myself this week, so I had a little bit less flexibility than I would have normally to be able to go after supper or him take the kids to school in the morning. I'm really realizing that I don't think I'm going to be able to do this race if I don't start getting up in the morning and running at least my short runs in the morning. I just don't think there's another time to do it. And this will be embarrassing to admit to the two of you because I feel like you have kids who are good sleepers. But like our bedtime routine is I lay with both my kids until they fall asleep. And bedtime takes two hours in the evening, like two full hours which is ridiculous. It is. I I recognize it is absolutely ridiculous. And it is a real barrier to me having a more well-rounded life. So I've also been doing a lot of soul searching and it it always comes back to, I have to fix our sleep schedule. My kids wake up in the night, we rotate around to different beds. It makes getting up in the morning, like just really tough. And I really, I think that's like part of where my focus needs to be in order for all these other things to be able to like fall into place. Are you ready to do that?
1: Or is the race (laughs) putting undue pressure on you to change what you've been doing for the last nine years?
2: No, I think I'm ready to do it because it is also hampering their ability to go to a sleepover, go to my parents' camp with them on a long weekend. Like, it's it's actually now starting to, like, impact their lives in different ways. Um, and I've realized, I think, especially through the pandemic, some of this was not just about them. Like, this was... It's not just about them wanting to lay down and go to sleep, whether it was for my own sake or because it felt like the simpler path at the time, like it just felt like the path of least resistance. But at this point, just doing each other all a disservice with this current setup. And my intention is to lay with you for a little bit. Let's have 10 lovely minutes together. And then I excuse myself from the situation. Do you do that with each child? Olive goes to bed first. So I lay with her first until she's asleep, like out. Usually Jeff has like gotten Perry ready for bed and she'll read her book and she'll be in bed when I go in there. And then I go and lay with her until she's asleep.
0: Has this been the pattern since they've been little? Yes. So this is not like pandemic new.
2: It's not pandemic, but, but with some of perry's challenges over the last little while with her stress level like where we used to rotate off and on like one night i'd put her to bed and the next night jeff would put her to bed we really regressed a lot and i think as she's struggled i've just held on even tighter to those things like i just feel like it made doing anything she didn't want to do harder so i think it definitely intensified but it isn't like a total 180 from what our life was before When we're
0: like looking at the challenge we've set out right now in your head, what feels more achievable, waking up early and focusing on getting that those darn other two runs in or working on the bedtime routine. So what are you going to put in place to start
2: doing that? I'm going to hire a nanny. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to drop my kids off somewhere for a week, like a dog training (laughs) camp. I'm just getting to the place in my life where I'm starting to understand, like you made your point about figure out the time that works for you. Like I am who I am. So I can't totally approach this in a way that is like, again, a 180. So my goal is to sort of gently remove myself from the situation as you would with a newborn where you, you know, lay there for a little bit and then I work my way further and further away from them as they fall asleep. Like that's really my goal. I've had this school many times over the last couple of years. I haven't pulled the trigger.
1: Question, I feel like at some time in the past, you worked with a sleep trainer. I did, yeah. Do you think that they might still be helpful? Like at this, like giving you maybe some guidance or
2: reassurance or support as you do this? I think I know what I need to do. Like again, this is gonna. This is a common theme for me. I know the thing I need to do. I just have to do it.
0: How do I say this? Because I, I'm gonna say this as
2: just say trying
0: it. to be helpful. Just say it. Okay. So Aaron, how are we gonna get you out of these cyclical situations? And now we're back to training, and we've had, and we're not there. And I personally, well, so that's why I'm scared. I don't mean to be offensive. Or this really- is your
2: fault, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of trainer are you? Man, so, I don't know. But I don't
0: like when Jess said, you know, is it too much? I feel like that's a that's not the right it's not the way to be like, "Hey, why well, I can't do this? No, I'm not going to do it." Cuz Erin, you want to, you can try. Yeah, and I can do. Over. So the ball is rolling. It's already yeah. rolling. We're getting closer and closer. It is my fault, but I actually can only bring you so far, right? How are we gonna do this? Okay, so bringing out that other piece of the pie of sleeping is huge.
1: Is this something you can talk to your person that you meet with?
2: Yeah, I, I don't know do, if and we're I do coming out on the yeah podcast you can about that. yeah she's okay. a social worker and I engaged with her initially to to talk about my kid um, and she kept saying but maybe we should focus a bit on you as well <laughs> um i don't know i think i think part of the challenge is it's not just one thing right it really is like a layered these things all sort of overlap and layer into one another for me mm-hmm. and so part of the challenge is it doesn't ever feel like it's just if i could just do this one thing the rest of this would fall into place and so sometimes i think i get overwhelmed at to your point, Jess, like all the things that I need. Okay. I need to, um, figure out this sleep stuff. I need to work less. I need to manage my stress better. I need to run. I need to spend more time with my kids. I need, so I just get, yeah, like, this is just, that's how my brain is at. Like, that's just how my brain feels. And then I put guilt on top of it because I'm like, you have literally no real problems. What, like, what issue do you actually have in your life? So I just, I just, my brain is uh, consistently jumping, I think, between all these other things. And that's why sometimes I do think I struggle to prioritize it.
1: And I think, too, I do think you struggle to acknowledge when you succeed at those, like that big list that you said. Mm-hmm like it is a big list and actually made me a bit anxious listening to all the things that you were rhyming off. But at the same time, I feel like if you actually sat down every day and sort of reflected, I think you'd be surprised at how much time you do spend, you know uh, with your kids or doing your job or getting out for a walk or whatever activity it might be. Because I do think we, I'm um, maybe transferring, but like unrealistic expectations, like what you want your right, workday right. to look like versus what your workday ends up looking like are two totally different things. And I think that happens to everybody. And I think that that logic can be applied to all of these.
2: You know? I, oh, sorry, Nat. I was just going to say, I feel consistently like I'm only doing good at one thing. Like if I had a productive workday, it's usually at the expense of not making dinner or hanging out with my kids or doing the activity. So that's another, I think that maybe you're right. If I could shift a little bit, the expectation in those different areas that would probably help. I just constantly feel like succeeding at one is, is missing on the others.
1: And I think it's also similar to quality over quantity, spending two hours every night, putting the kids to bed, isn't quality time. Cause they're supposed to be like checking out and going to sleep. So, you know, you're not engaged in really enriching conversation. You're not doing a fun activity. You're just lying there. So yeah. maybe if you think about it as a quality over quantity piece, maybe that helps for all of those areas. Again, not just time with the kids or work or whatever.
0: And I was going to say, in regards to your list on your phone, you have this list with tons of things to do that you have ongoing maybe to tie in what jess is saying why don't you create a list of your accomplishments and then you don't have to be like oh frick like yeah but look at how many i didn't do make it like oh my god today i actually got this done and have a ongoing list of like the things you're getting done
2: that's a really interesting thing i've never thought about
1: Similar to how we've talked about adding things to our diet as opposed to restricting from it.
0: Exactly. Erin, if like, I am don't mean to overstep. So if I am, I apologize.
1: Sleeping, pardon? Fired.
0: (laughs) Again, I'm fired. I'm done. Um, With sleeping, like just taking a moment to think of sleep. I have different parenting. We all, all three of us do. When my kids were little and we decided to sleep train in our own means, whether they're six months old or 10 years old, what helped me, and maybe this could be some, in part helpful to you is, I remembered when they were upset that, they were upset because I wasn't cuddling them that night, but I was trying to give them a bigger gift in life. And I was trying to give them the gift of independence the gift of being able to comfort themselves the gift to be able to go to a friends go to grandma's go to anyone Mm -hmm. or have anyone come over and know that they're okay that mom's gonna call you sing you your song or give you your kiss before i leave then you're gonna go to bed and and knowing that when they cried and i'd lay in the other room like what am i doing um i just remembered the bigger picture so all of Perry are probably gonna resist. They've had you laying with them for years. But remember, maybe think of it like adding the water. Think of it as adding to your positive list. I am doing this cause I'm adding, I'm adding something good to their life and to our life.
2: It's so applicable and it's the same, just so you guys know, you you can qualify now as therapist because it is sort of the same path that she has taken with me in these situations even you know talking about trying to get out a night a week and the guilt I feel around that she has the same perspective like shift it to what you are providing them with a night away from you to hang out with their dad to have some sort of special evening with him to it is about I think the mindset shift is really big. And I think it is applicable to all of those things.
1: And I think it's a mindset for sure shift, but I think it's also a conversation with them, like having the opportunity to talk with them and explain like how things are going to be changing and why they're changing and kind of that big picture discussion might help everybody understand a little bit better about what's going on, which might help you, you know, with that mind shift, if you feel like you're setting them up for success, because you're going to tackle this quote unquote problem together.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, and it's funny because it's not like when we talk about it, they're resistant. It's not like they're saying, no, 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 that sounds terrible. I think for me, it's just getting my brain around that also takes effort, like doing that and sticking to it takes effort. And I just get to this point in my brain where I just don't, I don't have a lot of effort left in my tank by the end of the day.
0: If you lie down and then five minutes later, you got up, does whoever you're lying down get upset? Do they get That's not
2: even like, they can't even contemplate that. That's not just not even... But, okay. but they would resist if I try and say, your dad's going to put you to bed tonight. Mm. Like we've regressed over the last two years, we've regressed to where we were, I think through this pandemic. So, um, but guess what? When I do leave, um, they all manage just fine. Everyone survives without me.
1: Write that down. You have to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> everyone I is went fine. out and everyone is still right. alive.
2: Yeah. yeah. And in fact, they have better nights than they do with me because there is a novelty to it. And it is. So I have to focus on that, that that's what I'm providing them with instead of what I'm taking away. It's also a lot of pressure to make yourself the center of people's universe, which is what I've done with them. Right. It's like, I have created a situation in my brain where I think like you cannot manage without me. And that's not, It doesn't really work great for everybody.
0: When I was in my 20s, I think, I can't remember, but my aunt passed away at 39 and she had two kids. I want to know that my kids are going to be okay no matter what. And when you can, you're there and you do
2: the quality stuff with them. It's so much pressure. That's what I mean. Like I have these crazy fears about getting on a plane because I literally in my head think like you wouldn't survive without me. And like, I know I was just having this conversation with the therapist last week and she's like, I know where, and it would be terrible, but they would. So like, you can't live your life with that. They would. There's no doing- denying.
1: There's no denying that their life would be forever changed, but they would, they would keep going and they would, yeah, persevere.
2: And I was using the example about, you know, I'm desperate to go and visit my friend in Calgary, and I can't bring myself to because I feel like going for that reason feels very frivolous. And somewhere in my brain, that makes me think that it's less safe. Like, I think all oh, the chances on my plane to going down because I'm going for like just a trip to visit my friend are greater than if I had to do it for work or some other stupid reason. And I said, like, I'm less scared to fly when my kids are with me because if something happens, like, I'd rather have them. And my mom's like, Aaron, that is not nice. And I was like, it's just that it's just how I'm wired in my brain to think that would you'd be better off. It's so interesting, because for me,
1: (laughs) this is a little picture into my dark, dark side. (laughs) But like, if the plane went down, and you were not with your kids, you'd be dead. And I don't know, maybe it depends on how you view afterlife. And maybe you think you'll be somewhere like looking down and watching their lives progress. I don't think that. I think that I'll be dead. And
2: no, like, I want them with me. So they're also dead and they're not alive.
1: <laughs> I know. Being. I understand. But if you are dead and they're alive, you are dead. Like there is nothing else. But it's that... for them. It sounds like you've
0: done a lot of soul searching on this. Too. I'm glad to hear that, Aaron. It feels like you're doing a lot of work maybe you know some of these feelings you want to be able to change them do it tonight start it now maybe that just doesn't work for 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 you and so right now you're putting the right pieces into place but my worry is just like you're training
2: i know um, for sure i need to schedule it it has to be scheduled and it just has to be the same time every time because that also helps me take the guilt out of it it's an expectation this is what i'm doing this is when also- be the
0: bad guy here but part of the homework was also getting out last week once and you said to edit the podcast or to now I feel like this is peeing the homework but like solidifying you we need to get you out for all the reasons we listed last week
2: right which in my defense this week I was home by myself so my option to go out wasn't there but you're right. And it manifests in a way that like Jeff's away on a work trip and I just have like deep seated resentment. And it all comes from a place where it's like, I just want to be somewhere not consistently thinking about being home.
0: So we need to put that back in your homework this week and incorporate those two homework pieces together. Erin, you need to get out Mm -hmm. and then you need to get out at the bedtime
2: (laughs) Yeah. And get
0: a run in. So you can kill literally three birds with one one mile, even if it's one mile. No, it'll kill four because then we can add that third run in there.
2: Yeah, you got it.
0: This is a good rock. Come on, toss it.
2: (laughs) Okay, enough about me, Jess. What did you do wrong
1: this week? (laughs) (laughs) Um I did have two things I wanted to bring up, I think. One of them is
0: getting drunk on a Monday. Tell us about that.
1: Okay, well, it was a holiday, let's just say.
0: <laughs> I, when I saw that, I was like, a part of me was like jealous. Wow, I I don't have that personality. I'm very like, nope, it's only for Fridays or Saturdays. I saw <laughs> it on Monday. Oh, you're so
1: Okay, cute. but no, I was hungover on Monday, which means it happened on God's Day. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I think I did put in the homework it was because I didn't eat well the day before. And this is something that happens to me. I didn't necessarily drink any more than is normal for me, but I didn't hydrate myself. I didn't eat lunch the day. Uh, I don't even know if I had breakfast. I cleaned my house like a mad fool because we were having all the family over for dinner. Uh, I was cooking the meal. I had had like a cocktail with everyone. And then we had wine with dinner. And then I think I had a nightcap and I went to bed early, but it was too much alcohol with not enough food in my stomach. And so then I was, yeah, really disappointed the next morning because my day was wasted. I'd, like, don't drink as much, is the one takeaway, but also just eat better, which is a standard practice that I try to do in general, not just when I'm having beverages. I have to say, though, I'm the only one who drinks out of the three of us. I know Natalie has two glasses of wine once a week, uh, which is lovely. You are the picture of health. And Aaron, I think you have a bit of an allergy to alcohol or a distaste for it anyway. So that's a good excuse. I don't have that. I love tequila. Love je- je- it.
0: I know I saw tequila on the Jess. That's, I used to drink a ton. And then when my life became more about this, and I stopped, literally stopped. And then I realize that's not working either it was years of like not touching anything and then now I found this happy place of like yes every Saturday
2: and sometimes I'll throw in a Friday just sometimes
1: just crazy just crazy
2: I rarely drink like it's very casually if we're going out for dinner or if we go to my parents for dinner I'll sometimes have a glass of wine and every time I do I think I should do this more. (laughs) Just like one glass of wine. And I just feel just
0: you should run a mile, then drink a glass of wine.
2: I should. Then you will.
0: that's, That's balanced.
2: It's funny in our house because Jeff loves to drink. Like when he goes out, he loves to go. He likes like the taste of different alcohol. Like he really enjoys himself, but we just do not drink like at home as a couple, like we never just having dinner. We never in the evening think to, I think part of it for him is like, he likes it so much. He has to have a boundary, but yeah, I really should. Maybe that could be my hobby.
1: <laughs> podcast is taking a turn. I'm yes. really trying to do some self-improvement.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: I see the future of our podcast. <laughs> conversations. Natalie, yeah.
2: we haven't heard about your week yet.
0: How'd your week go,
2: Nat? Interesting. I have to say, I was
0: told, I think last week, I told you guys I had to run one, walk four, that was last week. And after I did that once, I was like, what? This is not smart, not good. I have since then stuck to doing that every other day. I made sure not to do that every day. Been able to walk with 75% pain-free and the running, adding that bit of running and those jumping jacks haven't made me go backwards. I am not going forward, but I haven't gone backwards. So I feel like that's cool. It was really good to sweat again. It feels really good. Like I was so pumped. I'm like, oh good, it's Friday. I can add you know, it's 12 minutes total of running, but I was like, so excited, it bothers me. And Aaron, I thought of you today. Cause you're like, well, when we had the conversation about knowing when to stop. And at one point I thought mm, I'm borderline on that moment of like, should I be
2: stopping? And That was the goal, right? It wasn't necessarily that you were going to be able to do that pain-free, right? Mm-hmm. It's right. just that you aren't trying to have any setbacks. So yes. that seems like... <clears throat> Like right in line with expectations
0: and it's so neat how like today during Pilates i I always like now have favor, don't do a lot of things, and I decided today to try something, and I was like, oh wow, I actually have no pain, so there are pockets of things that are wow. showing up that are good, it's sitting, <laughs> I can't stress them enough as soon as I sit, I feel like nothing's changed, so I'm a little bit worried about our not a little bit I'm very worried about our two week car ride vacation coming up because sitting is actually the most terrible position I can be in but I'm going to stay the course
2: girls for you um are you making note of those things that you're noticing as they come up that feel better that you wouldn't necessarily Mm -hmm. think of no I should actually that's just like kind of the same advice you had for me just so you don't like that counts too in terms of progress
0: I love that. That's actually very clever. But I think that would be really smart, Erin, is to have a list of here are the things you were not able to do. What are we going to add, girls? I have to say, I know we both added little chocolate mini eggs this week.
2: (laughs) I'm going to add alcohol.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can you call us what you do?
2: I'm going to do one run. I just came up with this in my own brain where I... I'm. I'm gonna drink wine on my run. That's huh. a goal I'm setting out for myself. Okay, oh. Jess, you want to um, come on um, that run with me?
0: I think Erin, we know your homework. Okay, to get drunk, run, have some time <laughs> alone. No, uh, drunk it's running. Definitely, it's. You know what? It's just, super
1: fun going drunk running.
0: It sounds great. I like, haven't I'm done it looking, since university, am, but I'm it was excited so fun. for it. I don't miss those days, I gotta tell you. Wakey, I remember like partying till five.
1: Yeah, that's when I would run home.
0: Yeah. And then you like I and actually, Aaron, you're gonna love this. I'm like, no, Dave, I'm not going. I wanna be able to wake up and go for my run and blah 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 and all that stuff. And he was like, Oh, you and your stupid running, like, just come party. I'll drive you home in the morning for you to run. So the only way that we came to an agreement was I'd go to the party and then partway into town he was going to drop me off and i'd finish off by running into town home and so i did it but i was like the whole time oh i don't miss this like did he drive home behind you to
2: make sure you made it no it seems didn't. like a totally irresponsible thing for him to oh, do
0: i had this house so I, I was definitely in the last 13 14 years you were
1: a grown adult i was a grown telling. adult
0: that is great that is so I like funny that a lot. So I think there was the check-in that I had to pick up something from his house, and then I your walked. Your bag, your overnight oh, yeah. bag. Yes, exactly. Uh, but anyway, so your your homework, Aaron, is the three runs. On top of that, the three runs, however you're going to get those in, we want you to be able to get out at bedtime and be able to start the ball rolling for helping you pull away from the bedtime routine, however you think that's going to look. I Jess, do you have anything to add to her homework?
1: No, mostly because I'm not registered or licensed any level of authority.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't, think, I don't think it's relevant. I don't think a degree is relevant. I think it's just mm-hmm. um, the positive kind of peer pressure that I'm looking for. Huh, fair. No, I don't still have anything to add.
0: Okay, so we're looking at three runs. Does one have to be bedtime no, but it's a great suggestion on Jess's, be- uh, on Jess's behalf. And Do then- we
2: have mileage? Like, is it now four?
0: Nope. No, we have one more
1: week. We have yeah, one nice. more week of blissful nice. one three-mile run and two X runs. Okay.
0: okay, perfect. One to three miles. One to three. And really looking at you getting away at a bedtime. Jess, your homework is three runs the same as errands and more on your nutrition and water so you don't get hammered the next time you have a tequila drink
1: (laughs) okay which is this saturday so well we're having my dad's sisters are all in town and we're having them over for dinner so i just know that i will have a margarita during the cocktail hour
0: so saturday pre-cocktail load up your your h2o and load up
2: on the nutrition
1: yeah man i learned i forget after a period of time but i do learn
2: yeah i think that's um, called remembering is that different than learning?
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. i I was gonna say
0: i added a recipe i just wrote it out before i did not try the cauliflower did you two
1: no i didn't i wanted to but i didn't i'm going to
0: We're going to we need pictures for Instagram. I added a barley salad and it's one that I've been making for years. And every time there's a gathering, I make it. And every single time someone asks me for the recipe. So it's kind of one of those like men like it, women like it. It's now we're heading into that season where it's nice to have a big hearty salad with whatever, with your meat, with your meal. It's uh, I posted it. Okay.
1: Awesome, Gosh. because I have a big old bag of barley in the pantry that I would love to make something with.
0: Then get that big old bag out of. And if you don't have fresh time, I use like normally I love in the summer having fresh thyme in it. And I just think it adds to it. But if you don't, then just use the dried. What
1: is What's your homework, that? Natalie? Yeah.
0: Okay, so my homework is to do to stay at the two run three walk and not increase it until i see my my wisio on wednesday
2: can you also start writing down some of the things you're noticing improvements jot them down to share okay i will do that
0: and Aaron, ditto do we all feel good with that yeah okay Well, happy Friday, happy weekend, stay hydrated, keep moving, kiss your kids and spend quality, and say goodnight.
2: That's our a good t- New tagline.
1: <laughs> stay hydrated, kiss your kids, say goodnight. <laughs>
2: I think mean, that is great. I'm writing that down. Yeah. Kiss your kids. Kiss your kids. <laughs> say goodnight. <laughs> Sounds like you're going
1: to lock, knock, knock their clock.
2: Say goodnight. <laughs> It might work too. <laughs>